0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the goddamn podcast. This is Mark Joseph Bennett recording. I'm, I'm, I'm back in my comfort zone, guys. The XC60 recording studio. I, am ba- I own a house now. You know, well, I own it in conjunction with my wife and the bank. But we get to, we get to stay there. And even though I own a house that has, you know, a couple of floors, technically three floors, but no, actually, technically not three floors because they hollowed out the roof and then they just uh, that's where our bedrooms are. They're in the so you, our roofs, our roofs, the The bedroom is sloped, you know, like it looks like a tent. I'm OK with that, except for the time I smack my head. I, I, I smack my head several times off the sloped ceiling because the closet is sloped down, you know, and, and your clothes can hang there fine. But I'm a, I'm I'm a manly five foot ten, you know. So that when I stand up, I crack my head off uh, the top of the closet, and it it hurts like a son of a bitch. You don't know pain until you smack your skull unexpectedly. So I smack my skull upstairs on the closet, and then downstairs, we have uh, it's not a six foot ceiling all the way around. There are some parts of it, like where the air conditioning vent is and stuff like that. There are some parts of the ceiling that are about five foot seven. Now, you talk about pain. It's a popcorn ceiling. So it's got all these jagged edges. And when you're walking full force and often running, and you're saying, Mark, why are you running in your basement? Because I have two children. And they're both under five years old. And they're always trying to get themselves killed. So sometimes I am running to save one of them from doing something. And, uh, and I will hit my head with a force that, oh, my God, I didn't. See, the thing is, if you were to line yourself up against a wall and say, I'm going to hit this wall as hard as I can with my head, you'd swing yourself back. But I guarantee you there's something in your DNA, some instinct would stop you from slamming your head as hard as you could into that wall. You wouldn't be able to do it if you tried. Now, if you don't know a wall is there and you are putting full force into your forward momentum and then you hit the top of that skull, oh my goodness, it hurts so much. Our house actually, the, the guy uh, who, who sold it to us, the guy and the girl, they were a married couple, young married couple, they were only in the house 13 months and they were doing these renovations, seemingly to live there for longer. Like they weren't doing it to flip it. Like uh, the the lady and, and my wife had back and forth about the furniture they'd buy, and she was like, "Oh, I just bought that chair uh, four months ago because I wanted it for the porch for the summertime," and just like things things like that, where they talk they were talking about their long term plans, but they they changed on a dime, and we could not figure out for the life of us why they. Uh, sold what we think is a nice house so quickly right and uh that, now the story that they were using is that friends of theirs um were leaving the country or something and they were giving they were selling their house which was a bigger house for a good price so uh the couple that formerly owned our house they jumped at it that's what they said but you know what i think it was the ceiling I think it was the guy I saw him because he came back to pick up his mail a few times and the man was like six foot seven. And I'm thinking if if a manly five foot ten is smacking his skull around like that, imagine this guy, you know, probably putting his head through the ceiling half the time. So uh I I, I get it. Every time I smack my head, I say the same thing. I say, that's why David sold his fucking house. That that was his name, David. And uh My wife always laughs at it, but she's also, she laughs through, like, her teeth, like, "ooh, do I have to take him to the hospital type of laugh? You know what I mean? And uh, one day she will. One day she will. We're actually, we were eventually going to dig down the basement so that it could be a a regular-sized basement, you know, so that when her mother comes by, she could have more, like, a better bedroom type of thing, you know? That's what we like to do with the old people. We stick them in the basement. So we... But we were going to do it. And we were thinking, you know, down the road, time, down the road, maybe, you know, five years, 10 years, maybe. And now it's going to be immediate. Whenever this goddamn pandemic is over, we're digging down that basement so that I can save what is left of my skull. There's not much left. You guys know I got the I got the bone disorder, right? Smacking your skull off a ceiling. That is uh, that's not going to help. I like I'm touching it right now. You guys can't see. The neighbors can. They can see me in the back of my car holding a microphone to my face touching my skull. The neighbors can see it, but you guys can't. Now I I I'm I've got two different cuts on my on my cranium. And and they, they, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel nice. If I was a bald man, if I shaved this head now, uh I I think that there'd be trouble. I think that it would look pretty disgusting. Anyway, why am I in the back of the car? Did I mention that? Did I explain it? It's got the tinted windows in the back of the XC60. So I like the extra protection. Now, if someone happens to examine the car closely and they see through the tinted windows that I'm in the back seat, it's even weirder. But I think the chances of them seeing it are not so good. So I'm just hanging out next to the two kids' car seats, as per usual. Not a lot of room to move around, but, you know, at least I'm uh, getting some kind of privacy. But anyhoozles, my wife is out now. This is, uh, I'm recording it early in the day. It's like 5 p.m., and I don't usually do that. I usually record them late at night when all the kids are asleep. But um, wife is out, which uh, she, she stopped her work for the day, and she went out. In the backyard with our two screaming maniacs. Oh boy, I tell you, this time of day, it's what uh, her mother calls the witching hour. That's what she says when we stick her in our basement. She says that the witching hour for um, at least our children is somewhere around dinner time. They just go bananas, especially the older one, and he always has. Goes bananas after about 4 p.m. Doesn't matter what you do in the world. It is just from 4 p.m. to bedtime is a goddamn nightmare. He, he's just he can't be calm. All he wants to do is commit violence upon himself and the world. It's uh, it's difficult. So I just said to my wife, let's order some food and you deal with them. You deal with those little bastards. I tell you what, I guess they're not technically bastards. They were both uh, conceived in wedlock. So, by the by the technical rule, not bastards. By attitude, total bastards. But uh, not by society standards. Now, here's the thing oh, I'm getting overheated. I forgot that, um, you know, when you're trapped in a car with the sun shining into the windows and there's nowhere for the heat to escape, as you start to boil from the inside, this will be a bad way to die. What happened to him? He's got contusions on his skull and he died in the back seat of his car it'd be a mystery be a mystery anyway what was i saying yeah so she she's dealing with the kids in the back They they've got a new little play structure that i built which oh my god get the right power tools for the job everybody just get the right power tools i didn't have the right tools and this thing had about seven thousand screws and it was like wood you had to screw the wood You'll know, screw the screw into the wood without any like guide holes, nothing, no drill holes, none of that. Just take your goddamn screwdriver, take that goddamn screw, and then just push it through the wood with brute force. And uh, for most people who own a drill, they're like, yeah, well, oh yeah, just press the button and it'll go through. But well, I didn't have a drill, I had a little hand. Battery-operated one that kind of helps you with your kitchen cabinets. So that would get the screw about a third of the way in, and then I'd have to do the rest by by hand. I ended up with like a vulture claw at the end of this day. I was like, it, it, it took me two days because I had to stop at one point because of my, I couldn't I couldn't use my hand anymore with the cranking. And then of course, then I went to Home Depot and, and I bought two drills. And it's too late, you know. I I uh, I checked the screws with the drill, and it uh, turns out I had screwed them in well, um, no need to screw them further, but i uh and the damage is done my hand is I probably won't be able to use my hand when I'm sixty years old. It still hurts and that was it was like a week ago I did that goddamn thing, and I also anyway it doesn't matter you guys don't need to know this, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's bothering me i uh I got the dewalt drills because everybody got those yellow DeWalt. It seems to be, you know, when you look at construction guys, they're always got that fucking DeWalt and I got suckered in, even though I have a lot of Ryobi gear. So, uh, Home Depot sells Ryobi gear and a lot of, a lot of, uh, Ryobi, I think are pretty popular in Europe. But, um, so, so I've got these Ryobi lawnmower equipment and hedge trimmers and all that, and they all take the same battery. So I could have bought drills that took the same battery as that. And that would have made perfect sense, wouldn't it? To have all of your equipment with the same battery. But I went and I bought the DeWalt with their own battery. So now I've got like 10 different batteries in my shed. And uh, not, uh, only two outlets. So uh, it's going to be hard to charge them all at once. And uh, I just did it because I thought the DeWalt, you know, it's just what I'm used to seeing. I could take them back. But here's something about me. I can't take shit back. I don't know. Are you guys like me? Can you, can you just like, especially right now, it's the time of COVID. So I have to pack it up. How do I even do it? Curbside drop off? Like, cause I'm in Toronto, the whole place is locked down. You can't go into any stores. So if I, the the way I picked up the drill was I sat in my car and, and a man brought it out and stuck it in the trunk. I didn't even get out of the car. I showed my ID through the window and, um, he was he was watching me record a podcast. No, I, I didn't. I had thought about it. I was about to record a podcast in the uh, in the parking lot because I assumed it would take a long time. The guy came out within five seconds. So you know, big props to to Home Depot for the quick delivery. But the thing is, I don't know how to return the the, the product. So I have to drive there, expose myself to a potential deadly disease. Is it a disease? A deadly virus? And um, to to return it, to get the same version in the Ryobi, I just, it's just not going to happen. I am now somebody who has equipment with different batteries, and uh, it was stupid. It was stupid. I regret it. And uh, now you guys probably regret it because I've told you all about it. It just, I, I, I still find it hard. I'm getting better in life because I'm older. But I find it hard to make decisions about, about stuff like this, especially. You know, the little things like, which drill do I get? Why? And I, I still think I got the wrong drill, basically, because you need a hammer drill to go through uh, brick and cement, and a lot of the stuff is brick and cement around. So, But the thing is, I have a hammer drill, but it's corded. And one of the reasons I was going to go get the drill was because my um, I, I was sick and tired of bringing around that fucking cord that uh, it's nice to swear again. When I was doing this on YouTube, you know, I was trying to clean it up because, you know, anybody can watch your video on YouTube. So, like, you know, I could have, like, seven-year-old nephews tune in. Hey, look, it's Uncle Mark. What is what is he talking about a fucking drill? You know, going up to see my sister giving me a call. What? Why are all the kids yelling fucking cunt all the time? Why, why are they doing that? Because Uncle Mark's a bad guy. So, um, anyway, that's enough about the fucking drills. It's just basically I should have gotten, I should have gotten the Ryobi, one hammer drill, one regular drill. Did I do that? No, I didn't. I got two DeWalt drills, none of which were hammer drills. I got, I don't like, I got one, one's the short little stubby one, and and they call it a drill driver? What the fuck does that do? They were like, well, I can, if you're putting up fence posts you know, it can drive the, drive the screw in. I'm like, well, what does the powerful screwdriver do? Well, it does the same thing, but it's not a drill driver. You know, if you really want to drive it, you use the drill driver. Okay. So, so now I have 2 I'm sure I'll figure it out in time, you know, you know, maybe I want a tire falls off. Like I'll be using the drill drive. I, I, cause I think you can attach, you know, things, uh, like uh, things that can take lug nuts off and stuff like that with the drill driver easier. I don't fucking know. You know, 43 years old. I tu- I just turned 43. I just had a birthday just a minute ago. I'm 43 years old and I don't, still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know, I'm trying to learn as much as I can so that when my oldest kid, he's four now, so that when he's like seven or eight and he's asking questions, I don't sound like a complete and utter idiot. Hey, Dad, which drill should I use? I don't I bought sixteen. Pick one of them. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy, and I currently am that guy. So uh, I'm going I'm to try to figure this shit out quick. Figure this out quick. Anyway, we're waiting for some kind of food to come here. So uh, the guy who's delivering the food, he will also consider me a lunatic. But whatever. I don't care. This is my time. I take care of these kids all week. My wife, she's uh, she's a lawyer and she works. When I say nonstop, like you, it is unbelievable. Like she's not a private sector lawyer either who charges by the hour and, and whatnot. She, she works for the government. And when people think the, about the Canadian government, they picture people, you know, just not doing much, sitting around, chatting, going on the Internet. You know, it's a, that's, that's the word here on, on a government job. That is this cushy job where, you know, you don't have to do a lot. And you, you can never get fired no matter how little you do, et cetera. And that's sort of true that you, it's really hard to get fired from a government job. But my wife, like, she's just, ugh, the amount of shit. She, she didn't take a break. She doesn't, she's supposed to have two 15-minute breaks and a 30-minute lunch hour a day. And she doesn't take any of them. She will sometimes run downstairs, toast a bagel, and bring that toasted bagel back upstairs. And that is it. And we don't see her from 8:30 to 5. She cuz it's COVID. Normally she'd go to her office, but she just locks herself in the bedroom and I'm left with these not I'm not going to say shitty kids. They're lovely kids, but they're kids. You know, they so you're always well sure you're muttering under your breath, you goddamn shitty kids. But they're not shitty kids. They're just regular kids. Kids they they have a lot of energy and they 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 need a lot of attention. And I'm just one man, one Lazy stand-up comedian man. I should not be responsible for two children from 8.30 to 5 every day. This is not a good fit for my type of personality. And the kids know it. They know it. They're trying to learn stuff. They're sitting down trying to write their alphabet out. They're like, we're on our own. The old one's trying to teach the young one. The young one's trying to teach the old one at this point. And they're both trying to teach me. But, hey, I'm not learning shit. Goddamn kids trying to make me smarter. No, thank you. Oh, my God, I'm sweating my guts out. So I've done 17 minutes here. I'm looking at my clock because my battery may may shut down. So if the podcast just ends suddenly, that's what happened. You know, I'm not going to, like, start recording another ending. Just wherever it cuts off, who cares? Because what's the difference? This is all I do with the podcast anyway. I just talk, and then eventually I press stop, and then I continue talking in the same manner. Uh, It's just I'm no longer recording myself. It is just that simple. Oh, and I haven't even gotten to the things I'd like to talk about. 18 minutes in, still haven't talked about anything that I had planned to talk about. So, all right, first things first. You know what? I was going to do some COVID stuff and uh, about about the way they're booking vaccines, and it's kind of important you know it's for those people who listen to this podcast in Ontario, Canada, they would they probably would have listen. they were like, those are some good points. We should contact our, our city councilor and we should get on this. Our, our local MP Mark Bennett's made some good points, but now I've talked about s- drills for eighteen minutes. so at this point, most people have tuned out. Nobody's listening to my my solid plan of vaccine rollout but anyway here we go let's get into it right now so uh the government's doing a terrible job here you know not my wife's fault all right yes she works for the government but she works for an independent tribunal for labor law she is not responsible for the vaccine rollout and stop saying she is so what they've done is basically at first they thought covid was only bad for old people so when they got these vaccines they started saying old people please come sign up have the vaccine you know and the, and the old people could get pfizer moderna astrazeneca they could get them all that that's uh, those are the three in canada right now we're getting johnson and johnson this week but so far we only have the pfizer moderna and uh well, astrazeneca so it's like old people sign up and so the old people started signing up and then they were doing the old age homes said, fair enough But then third, second wave, third wave, all these variants come, and it turns out young people are just as susceptible now as old people. Listen to this. So Doug Ford, the premier of uh, Ontario, he gets on uh, for a press conference begging young people to stay home. He said, because 50% of the ICUs are young people. And I went, 50% of the intensive care units are young people. Let me just look that up and uh, make sure that that's not because there's way less old people in there because that that's an understandable statistic. If the old people are now vaccinated and they're being protected and less of them are going into the ICUs, then sure, maybe half of the ICUs can be young people. Turns out no no. They're the old people are still in, in the ICUs in the same numbers that they've always been, but the young people have caught up. And I'm like, So wait wait a fucking second. You're telling me that in the ICU, it's 50/50 between the young people and the old people and the old people, the same numbers of old people are in the ICU. That means it is just as likely for a young person to have severe illness as an old person. And yet you won't let young people sign up for the vaccine. And they're like, no, we won't. If you're over 55, yep, sign up. Okay. But what if you're, what if you're at risk? Well, if you're an essential worker and you are the highest risk, somebody who has uh, say cancer or or you're on chemotherapy, you can sign up if you're under 55. Okay, but what if I'm high what if I'm high risk? Um no, you can't. Okay, so you're going to let a 55-year-old who is not high risk. He has no health conditions. He's just 55 and he works from home. He can sign up. For a vaccine at any hospital. Yes. Now, what about the AstraZeneca? Oh, he qualifies for that too. That's in the drugstores. He can go to the drugstore and get that. Okay. Well, if he can go to the drugstore and get that, why can he also go to the hospital and get the Pfizer and Moderna? You say they all work well. Yes, we do. Okay, so tell him to go to the drugstore and and let the younger people who are at risk... Uh, Go have it. And then they come out with the information that, um, in fact, it is a, the spread that's happening is because people are going to work. The people who, who have to work, not just, you know, people who are frontline workers, but people who are considered essential or people who are they have to work in a warehouse. So a 30 year old who works in a warehouse and he has huge covert outbreak in his house in his warehouse and he still has to go to work every day. And he can't, he has no sick leave, he's not allowed to stay home, and uh, because we need our Amazon packages, he's not allowed to get the vaccine? No. But a 60 year old healthy man who's working from home, he can get his vaccine? Yes. And he can also walk to the drugstore? Yes. Okay, listen to this. My wife, she has severe asthma. It's like nuclear grade asthma. She has 20%. Lung capacity. All right, I think I mentioned this on the last podcast 20% lung capacity, and she is on high dose corticosteroids. She went to get her vaccine, and uh, they turned her away. The, the doctor on site, uh, it was one of those, uh, like at, at a hockey arena clinic, and the doctor on site, she used her discretion, the young lady did, used her discretion, she said, to say that Sarah's dose of corticosteroids wasn't high enough and Sarah said well i I'm hospitalized with asthma all the time I have 20 percent lung capacity you know she sees a specialist uh, at Mount Sinai in, in Toronto for her asthma one of the top specialists of asthma in the world is is her specialist and uh, the the young lady she said uh, nope I, I you I, I think in my discretion and then and then she said to her and I quote If I give you a vaccine, you'll be taking it away from someone else who needs it. And I, when my wife got back in the car, I lost my, that was my, I got a text message here. Stop texting me, everybody. I'm trying to do a podcast in the back of my car like a lunatic. Oh, my God, shut up. Okay, so. What was I saying? You talk about losing a train of thought. Honest, grace. Okay, so she said. Um, you're taking it away from someone else. So when my wife got back in, I I lost my mind. I said, but they legally because of the rules, they gave a, a Pfizer or Moderna vaccine because that's what that the place that uh, Sarah was going to get a vaccine. That's the one they had. Um, and so they say so they're going to give a Pfizer or Moderna to everyone in line who is 55 and older, regardless of health conditions. And Sarah's like, yeah. And I said, even though they can go to their local drugstore that has AstraZeneca and get that shot. And Sarah said, yeah. And I said, so she, what she said was the opposite then. What it is, is the old person in line behind Sarah took Sarah's vaccine. Because that old person, who had no health, health conditions, and by old I mean 50 fucking 5, a few years older than Sarah, so a guy a few years older than Sarah is behind her, in line. He gets the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine that Sarah could have gotten if, if she had not been turned away. And, in, and he could have just walked 10 steps to a drugstore. This is, this is what you're telling me? So what, they, what they're saying is the, is the opposite. Sarah lost her vaccine to someone who didn't need it. It is insane. It is insane. How, lo- how, how, how basic it is. And 30% of the ICUs in, in Ontario are pregnant women. Can you fucking believe that? 30% are pregnant women. And, and they just released today that pregnant women qualify to get the vaccine. Really? When 30% of your ICU was already pregnant women, you decide, hey, maybe we should let them have the vaccine. Instead of the 55-year-old healthy man who works at home who also could go to the fucking drugstore. Because in case you guys, I don't know when you're listening to this or what part of the world, but in Canada, we are not allowed, uh, no one under the age of 40 is allowed to have the AstraZeneca vaccine because they're not sure of the side effects on younger people. They're still investigating it right now. I'm sure they'll clear it, but right now you're not allowed to get it. So Sarah can't go to the drugstore and get the AstraZeneca because she's not over 40. I'm robbing the cradle, guys. She's younger than me. You know, and so so the only option she had was, in fact, to get one of those Pfizer's or Moderna's at this clinic. And uh, she got turned away because, no, no, we've got to give it to people in the line who, in fact, are uh, Oh, our food is here. Oh, does he see me? Okay, he pretended he didn't see me, but I'm pretty sure he saw me. Anyway, here's the thing. Okay, it is it's really, really quite simple. And the the wrinkle is that we have a certain amount of vaccines. We seemingly have more Pfizer and more Moderna uh, because we got AstraZeneca wasn't approved until later. So we have a few more uh, million vaccines of Pfizer and Moderna. Okay, I get that wrinkle. But here we go. Here is uh, the basic plan that an idiot could come up with. So because uh, I came up with it. So that's proof of it right there. What you do is you're saying that it's being spread by people who have to go to work. You're saying that young people are at risk. You're saying anyone over the age of 40 in Ontario right now can get an AstraZeneca vaccine at a local drugstore. Well, here, here you go. Anyone who you, you don't book any more appointments at the hospitals or at these clinics by age. You simply, anyone who's 40 and up, go to your local drugstore and get an AstraZeneca. If you are under 40 and you have to go to work, you get a note from your employer or some other proof that you must go to work uh, and that you can't stay home, you get a vaccine. If you have a health condition of any kind, you get a vaccine. And if we still have vaccines left over, anyone between 18 and 40 can get a vaccine. And anyone who's 40 and over with no health conditions, you get a fucking drugstore AstraZeneca vaccine. Done. And if we run out of one of the vaccines, we revisit it. How difficult is that? I explained it in a goddamn sentence. And maybe there would be a lot of people signing up for vaccines at these clinics and at the hospitals. Sure. Sure. And but at least, you know, every person who's getting one of those vaccines is somebody who needs it right now. You know, whereas, like I said, the 55 year old healthy guy, he can a stay at home and wait for his vaccine or go to the fucking drugstore. I I just don't get it. It's not difficult. Well, what it was is they got tripped up on the idea that it only affects old people. All right, I just had to go bring the food in because the guy had left it on the porch and I'm just staring at the food. We have these porch pirates is what they're calling people now, which I think is kind of a nice name for assholes that steal shit off your porch. Porch pirates. Can we not make them sound cool? You know, por- it's 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 uh, up here in Canada when we, um, I say up here, I don't know. Maybe you could live in, in Greenland and you'd be like down there in Canada. Anyway, up here in Canada just, uh, it's a big thing is that since everyone's getting all the Amazon packages, people are walking by in strollers. Oh, you see a lady in a stroller, you'd be suspicious. You know, she is, she is, she doesn't qualify for a vaccine, but she may steal your package. You know, maybe that's what it is. All the pregnant ladies or the ladies who are breastfeeding. They're like, you know what? If I can't get a fucking vaccine, I'm going to take your package right off your porch. Sure. Maybe you're 55 and you were able to get your vaccine but i i got your package you piece of shit maybe maybe that's what it's all about anyway i have no idea where i was before i left the car to bring in the uh, this is why i like to do this thing in the night because uh, i'm distracted at the best of times so it is uh, it's a good idea for me to uh, have no distractions around me whatsoever anyway that's it i solved the COVID crisis. The, the the Canadian vaccine COVID crisis. If you're not in Canada, Ontario specifically, this might not have made a lot of sense to you. But maybe it does. Maybe wherever you are, you're having trouble with your COVID vaccine rollout. Anyway, honest to Christ, it's, it's enough to drive you batty. And um, now that being said, I have a, a vaccine appointment on Monday. I have it at a clinic that I have now been reading on the news. So so I basically, I, I signed up for my vaccine for for criteria because I'm in a hotspot area. So I'm able to sign up for a vaccine. But the, the, the hospital clinic, it's, it's a, in, in the hockey arena. This clinic is far away. It's like a 45-minute drive. So now they're saying that's a bit of a glitch of the system. And you're not only people who are over 50. I'm 43. So any people over 50... In that area, the area of Mississauga, Ontario, they um, those people can get a vaccine. But if you're under 50, you cannot, even if the website let you sign up for the vaccine. So I may have to drive out 45 minutes, stand in line with a bunch of sick, sickly COVID pieces of shit just to be told that, no, no, because of a computer error, you can't get your vaccine. Even though you qualify for a vaccine in your area, this isn't your area. So go home now. And, um, and at least at least for me, I can get the AstraZeneca. Now, why am I not getting the AstraZeneca? Well, basically, on advice of friends who are doctors, they said because of my blood clotting disorder and because of my unknown metabolic condition, because they don't know why my bones are disappearing, but they do know it's a rare metabolic disorder. And they also know I have a blood clotting disorder called Factor Five Leiden. So they're saying, eh, you know, it'd be nice if you could get one of the mRNA ones, the Moderna or the Pfizer. And since I'd already signed up for one, then I'm keeping that appointment. Now they have since, since I booked that appointment, they have now released AstraZeneca for people 40 and over, which I now qualify for. So if I can't get my vaccine on um, on Monday, then I will go on Tuesday to go get my AstraZeneca vaccine and then die of a blood clot. Even though that's obviously that's super overblown Almost no one is getting a blood clot, and uh, in truth, I, I would rather go to my local drugstore instead of driving 45 minutes out there, but if it wasn't for my doctor friend, and he's like, he's not a little bit of a doctor, he's a good fucking doctor, he's, um, he's an important, you know, one of those people who is just so good at assimilating information that uh, they can't even get along with people? That's him, you know, he's got a bit of, bit of the old idiot servant type of guy. You know, be where he, where he's awkward in social situations, and you're like, uh, yeah, that guy, that guy doesn't know how to talk to people. Of course, he doesn't know how to talk to people. There's no room for, uh, for you know, everyday charisma, when when your brain is full of all of the knowledge of the world. So he's one of those guys, you know, who just uh, just takes it all in. And um, he said to me, listen. Uh, because you have that appointment booked, I wouldn't cancel it. Go out there and uh, try to get your your mRNA vaccine. I would prefer to see you get that one. That is the only reason I'm not going to my local drugstore, which I may end up having to do anyway when they turn me away, even though technically they should not. I'm printing out my email confirmation, and I'm going to them, and I'm saying, This is where you told me to fucking come for my fucking vaccine. Can you fucking just give me the fucking thing? You know? No, no. There's a healthy 55-year-old behind you. He doesn't have blood clotting disorder. His bones are fully intact. No metabolic condition. He could easily go to the drugstore across the street, but no, he needs it, okay? And not even 55, 50. Listen, seven years from now, you can get seven years from now and all of your shitty diseases you're, you're you'll be super qualified for for this vaccine but right now no the healthy 50 year old he qualifies for it but uh, you the horribly unhealthy 43 year old no sir no you go you get out of here anyway at least in my case because i'm over that 40 threshold I can go get the AstraZeneca, which is possibly dangerous for me specifically. But still unlikely, still unlikely. But my wife, who is not even over 40, she can't do it. Anyway, guys, that's enough of that. That's enough of that goddamn ranting. Now I'll talk about one more thing. The sensitivity of this world. Oh, the kids today. And it's not the kids. The, 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 the argument I just got into was with an older lady. Who, oh, boy, so many vaccines that she could get. And this older lady, she, I'm right, I just wrote a fucking stupid Facebook post, all right? It was just s- stupid. My cat had barfed for the millionth time this week. And, and not, not because she's sick. She goes out and eats grass because she loves eating grass. And then she comes home and barfs it up. You know, it's just, stop eating the fucking grass, you dumb piece of shit cat. And anyway, I wrote a tweet not a tweet, a Facebook message that said, uh, we know the status, how are you today, or whatever they say. I said, uh, if you have a cat, great, love that cat. But if you don't have a cat, know that all they do is shit and barf. It was just a silly little Facebook thing. And, of course, most people gave a little ha-ha or their own cat barfing story, you know. Someone said, hey, it sounds like a dog to me. Fair enough, we're all having a good time here. And some lady says, uh, yeah, except they also offer companionship and, and friendship or no love. That was it. Love and companionship. And then I wrote back, yes, cause I'm like, I can't just let it go. I can't, I can't let anything go. I wrote back and I said, yes. And the price you pay for that is to step in barf once a week. And then she fucking doubles down. She writes back this, this 60 year old lady She said, uh, no, only if they're sick or maybe hairballs. And I, so I just write back and my wife's like, leave it alone. But I can't. It's my timeline. You know, Facebook, not, I don't have, I'm not i am not active on the Facebooks or the social media because I hate it. I fucking hate it. So I'm not active on it. So there's only going to be like four comments on this post. And I can't have people. It's like I'm, I'm a, the stand-up comic in me can't let me lose control of the room. Do you know what I mean? I can't just pretend it didn't happen. If you're arguing with a heckler, you can't just go, okay, man, fine, let's move on. You don't do that. You fucking hammer them down into the ground because otherwise, you know... Now, granted, you can't go too hard. You can't go too hard on the heckler or the audience will turn on you, I swear to God. Somebody could be standing up saying, I fucking hate you. You're stupid and you're not funny. And if you respond to them too aggressively, even though they're interrupting your whole job... My whole life is standing on stage trying to entertain, you know, between 200 to 700 people, depending on the venue. So if I'm and and, and I I work, I don't work hard, but but it's been difficult. It's difficult. It's a difficult thing to do. And somebody's standing up to basically try to fuck up your whole life. And if you respond too aggressively, the audience would be like, hey, hey. Just because he threw a beer bottle at your face, it doesn't mean you need to get snarky, Mr. Comedian. Like, you got to find a way to do it nice. And that's, So that's what I did with this chick. I'm like, you know what, missus? So I wrote back. I said, I'm kidding. I had to fucking say I'm kidding. Because it's 2021. I said, I'm kidding. I love my cat. It's just I consider hairball vomit to be vomit. It has been regurgitated from my cat's belly. What would you call it? Anyway, and then she gives me a little ha ha. Now we're friends. You know, and I've done the right thing, but it's just guys. How sensitive do we need to be? Listen to this. One of my friends who has both vaccines, one of the only men in Canada with both vaccines because he works in a fucking hospital. Anyway, this guy, not the doctor. This is a different guy. He's a dietitian and um This guy, he teaches a course in in fitness and nutrition or dietetics. I don't know. I don't follow his life closely. All I know is that he teaches at a university in Toronto. He teaches a course part-time. And uh, one of the students, she wanted an extension on one of her papers. And the paper had already been extended by a week. He'd already given the class a week extension. She wanted yet another week extension. And he said, okay, why exactly? And she said, well, my cat, see? See the through line through this particular story? My cat, she said, I just found out he has cancer, so I'm not really feeling up to it. And my friend was like, okay. Didn't say anything. The email went on, All right. She she said, this lady, this student, she said, now uh, I I am the head of a Me Too chapter or something, some kind of new thing, you know, some kind of let's feel better and change the world type of thing. She was, uh, she's the head of it. And so she's organized a yoga session, a yoga session to relieve stress and anxiety. And she would like Dennis, first of all, to extend her uh, paper by a week, and then also write an email to all of the faculty and the students inviting them to this young lady's uh, yoga session to relieve stress. And um, not only that, the date of the yoga session is the same day her assignment is due. So instead of finishing her assignment, she is organizing a yoga session for stress relief. And my friend says, and if I said one fucking thing, to this lady about, you know, if, if you if you have uh, enough energy to organize and produce this yoga session uh, on the day your assignment is due, perhaps a better use of your time would be to finish the assignment for a course that you need to complete for your degree. Would Is, is that too much to, to ask? But he can't do that. I don't know what decision he made, but I know for sure he extended it. Or he at least, I I don't know. I should ask him. But I'm pretty, the last time I was talking to him, basically he has no choice with this new modern day world but to extend it. Because everybody is so fucking sensitive. And it's like, it sucks. It does suck that your cat is sick. But first of all, the cat didn't even die. The cat has cancer. You you, you found out the cat has cancer and you need like a, a week to process that information. But in that week, you can also still pursue your extracurricular activities. And, and yes, and while that activity is a stress reliever, perhaps you could argue, come on now, you're obviously not in such shambles that you can't put off your event and in fact ask the professor you're asking an extension for to then help you promote this event. It's just, he said, like, this is what it's like with the students these days. And this is, like, I mean, I, you couldn't get more of a liberal-minded type individual than myself and, and that professor guy. But it's hard. In our 40s, you start to see why old people start to go conservative. Because the young people coming behind them, they just, sometimes they just get too fucking ridiculous. It's my, it's my theory that this particular group is the worst that we'll ever have. Now, you know how everyone's like, oh, the new generation, you know, in my day, people were tough. And then the the new generation, people, I know that's the old, but I don't think that's the case. I think that legitimately this is going to be the worst generation. These the people who are young right now. I'm not saying all of you. If some of you are young out there, you don't have to be. This is just a trend. It's not it's not it's not everyone. You know, it's just the norm. That you're all a bunch of idiots. It's just we saw it in the stand-up clubs. Everybody before COVID shut everything down. Oh, oh, groaning at every fucking joke. If you make a, you know, even though well, the cat lady chick, she, she's certainly not young, but it's the mentality of a lot of people right now. Old, some of the old people are picking up on the young people's sensitivity, and they're they're saying, well, if they can be sensitive, I can be sensitive. I think the people coming after, like I think when my, by the time my kid is 20, he'll be looking at uh, people who are, you know, the 40-year-olds at the time, he'll be saying, you guys are the weakest bunch of pussies that I ever saw. Just fucking get your lives together. All of the kids coming after these really soft people, they're going to take all of their things. They're going to take your jobs. They're going to have ambition. They're going going—they're not going to be hung up on what, what you call things. They're not going to be hung up on... on all of the stuff that we're hung up on right now, they're not going to be saying, oh, my cat has cancer, you know, so in the future, my cat may die. So I need a weak extension. Also, can you promote my class? They're not going to do that. I think this, like the, as Dave Chappelle says, the pendulum swings. I think this right now is as weak as a generation can get. Where's me? Please. Every They're all victims. Every fucking one of them's a victim. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of shit in the world needs to change. There's some shitty racism going around. There's some there's it's, people have been held back for, for lots of reasons. There's lots of misogyny. There's lots of bad shit. There's, you know, you know when you're talking about college campus rape and shit, yeah. Some stuff needs to be fixed. But having your cat sick and the world bending to your will is not the way it's supposed to be. Are you telling me every person in that class their lives are all so good that they would all agree with her. If, if you told every student in that class, I have to give her an extension, are you telling me not one of them will be like, um, are you kidding me? There's Because if not one of them would question that, then there's something wrong with society. And probably there is. My, my friend, who, who's going to give her the extension probably, he said, when I told that to him, he said, yeah, probably every one of those people would agree with her. And I said, oh, I hope they don't. But if they do, Jesus Christ, where are we as a society? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. I am going to pass out from uh, the heat. Also, my food has been, you know, sitting on the porch and now in the house for a good 20 minutes. And now I have to edit out two gaps in this fucking thing, which I don't want to do. But you know what? This felt pretty good. I, I still feel like I'm kicking some rust off off the uh, off the old tires. Do you kick rust off tires? I don't I don't think you do see I don't need get my phrases right but I still feel like I'm am I'm, uh, I'm ironing out the kinks and um, but back in the car that's a good start. now back in the car with no distractions that'll be an even better start. All right thanks for listening uh, I'm gonna change the title of this podcast one day but then I'm gonna have to do all kinds of new graphics and and a new banner for when i promote it so but i will be calling it overthinking it with mark bennett so thanks for watching for watching like as if it's on youtube guys i'm gonna go here before i continue to make any mistakes i'm hungry i'm tired i'm frustrated i probably have covid okay see you again Bye bye